I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. Back once again with another podcast. This is episode 92 of the It's Time to Refresh podcast. Um, today we've got people asking for more MCs, and so I've, I've went out my way and we've got MC DOT. Um, massively on my radar from the last couple of years. Um, I know he's been around, what, what we talked about it online the other day. Was it 2005 that you? Uh, was you? Say 2005 is when I started medicine, so the first club booking would have been about 2004 that, yeah. that would have been the first club booking but obviously yeah. you mess about for a few years and you yeah, yeah, doing yeah, yeah. your bedroom sets and shit and that don't you we'll get into your story in about two minutes but last i want to know what you had for tea last night first uh, <laughs> see I, I was prepared for this question at first of all when he comes when, when he comes i'm going to make sure i have a decent uh tea so i can <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately it was uh fucking super noodles before before Class. i went out last night in a rush and then Class. i had a mackies on the way back what flavor what flavor super noodles it's got to be coca okay right no worries no worries what did you get for your mackies uh cheeseburger that was on yeah. the way back from uh from pure last night. That's a fucking, that's a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, it was It's shocking. not the worst one we've had yet, but it was shit that. You go to Mackey's, I was expecting a better order. Um, what do I have? I had steak and eggs. I'm trying to diet like fucking, it's just not working. Um, trying to lose weight, trying to get fucking jacked on it. But you know, it doesn't work. Just it's the effort, isn't it? But yeah, um, so you were telling me before off pod that it was um, pure last night for Avi's was it four, is it called 4-0? Yeah, it was thing, his yeah. 40th, but he didn't want to call it his 40th because he said it sounded too old, so yeah. he called it 4-0. <laughs> um, right, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Um, before today, I genuinely thought you were for, from over White Warrington. We're just pure like medicine and that's, do you know what I, I mean? I did live in Warrington for a bit. Oh, did you? Right, yeah. okay. It's just because I always associated you with that area rather than like where you live. I'm not going to say where you live because obviously you don't, you don't want people knowing. But... Um, <laughs> And we'll just say, like, Bolton area, right? And I always thought, like, did obviously we're going to get into your story. I don't know about this. But did you come in through, like, the Bolton scene at all? No. no, no, no. Um, it was... So I, I know Fitton. Um, mm. He's from round my way. Mm. And I actually, at the time, didn't know he DJed. But um, it was kind of like sort of last-minute sort of thing. Found out he DJed and then got asked did I want to come up to medicine. All right. Okay. So it went from there and then that's when, and you, at the time I didn't live in Warrington, I moved up to Warrington yeah. after that. So did you know that what medicine was prior to, no, you just turned Never up Never heard of it, yeah. yeah. Did you ever go over that way to well, Warrington? To be fair, it, it wasn't established then. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But was, were you like, were you going over that way at all? Or uh, no? no, no, never. I don't think I'd ever been to Warrington other than probably drove through it for, for <laughs> yeah. a job or something like that. But I'd, I'd never been out in Warrington before. Or all right, Kia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, um, so if we go like right back to the beginning then, where did it all start for you? Um, I like listening to like MCs tell their stories because it's completely different. Oh, we all end up in the same places, do you know what I mean? Like the same gigs and stuff like that. But the, the start off's always different with MCs. So, like music wise, or bands, music, music, music would, would be from like a very young age. Um, I was obsessed with me, I've always been obsessed with music. I think probably the first, um, as far as I can remember back, would be I was obsessed with Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, like, there's a, there's a, I've got a family video of when I was a kid 
like your camera goes into my bedroom and it's like poster of Michael Jackson on the wall, Michael Jackson bedding, then I get out of bed and I've got a Michael Jackson nightmare. Fuck off, yeah. yeah it was, it was bad. I would be that kid on that Neverland, uh, that, um, <laughs> what's it called, <laughs> leaving, returning back to Neverland yeah. documentary. That would be me. I would be sat at the end of that bed with Michael, with Michael Jackson. Oh, man. I thought you were, you were leading to a joke or something. There, true. So go on then. I actually like Michael Jackson. Not as much as that like, but what's your favourite MJ tune? Uh, oh, you put me on the spot now. I forgot them all. Um, <laughs> I don't know, bad was a bad one. <laughs> I will, I will do it. Oh, smooth criminal, time. smooth criminal. Smooth that video is sick. Yeah, it yeah, walks yeah. in at the start, flicks that quarter across the room, it goes into the jukebox. <laughs> I had style, like. Um, but um, what sort of age was that then? I would have been about five. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> so I, I just remember being like obsessed with music, like constantly. I'd have these tunes on, and play it back to the start, and just constantly. That was, I was obsessed with it. I think then after there would have been, I remember like, what would have been after that? I did a little bit of a timeline. <laughs> yeah. I, I have my memory shit. Yeah, honestly, I know loads of people who do this before the pod, so um, go on. I remember my daddy used to have like a, like a jukebox and a record player. It was like a, a tape tape player sort of thing, and it, it was quite advanced for its time. It had funnel connections. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I remember I connected up his um, his like record player up to this like jukebox. I remember doing my own radio show. <laughs> so he had like proper shit old tunes. Um, I remember like whacking them on there and I play them, and then when it comes to the end, it was like as if I had some kind of audience, had like a little microphone. <laughs> and that was that shit tune by so and so. Next up, tie a yellow ribbon round that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. But I think I, I think I, I even had like um, I, I was doing competitions on there. Like, <laughs> Collins, yeah, Collins. <laughs> like, putting the voices on. I was a fucking weird kid. <laughs> Man, I was just as weird. I was just as weird. Um, <laughs> Like, I think I remember when I was younger, I used to do, I used to have like a, I'd write all my tune lists down with like stuff that I'd collected and I'd put them into like subcategories that didn't mean anything. Um, but to me, it meant everything. So like, it wasn't even like, oh, this is fucking, I don't know, this is dance music, this is rock music, whatever. I had this, this was like a, I don't know, a Bradley level four tune. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's like, and then the higher the level, the better the tune it was. Do you know what I mean? Pathetic as a child, man. And that was about six or seven years old. I was like, oh. When you look back at it, you just think, what a weird child, man. Yeah, I mean, this is going back to like, when we didn't have like internet and all shit like that. So yeah, keep you on the tune that, that you wanted. I remember like, the radio would be on at the weekend, it'd be the top 40. Mm-hmm. And if there was a tune that you wanted, to be able to play it back, you'd have to wait for it, and then as soon as it came on, push record, and Class. that was it. <laughs> Class, I uh, know it's uh, it's different times altogether. Like I think that's why a lot of music now goes sort of throwaway because when you're there and it's like, in my opinion, anyways, do you not think that someone brings a tune out? It could be like a big star or whatever. Yeah. And it sort of just gets forgot about the week after because you're not waiting to hear it. It's like, oh, you can just knock it on Spotify or whatever, or yeah. YouTube, get on it, listen to it 10 times, right? And then that, that's that gone. That's a good tune, that. And then you forget all about it. Um, whereas I remember Michael Jackson album I had, uh, and you'd go and like, you'd memorize it like track four was Billie Jean, and like, you'd just go, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? And, well, my dad, he used to pick me up um, from in the morning and take me to school. And there's like a one sort of 
childhood memory I have yeah. related to music. He used to always like have an album which he'd listen to and he'd batter that album for like three months. <laughs> but it'd be like there'd be no skipping tracks, it'd be played in its in its order. I love that. Um, uh, that's that'd be, that'd be like battering like an album for three months and then he'd get a new one. It was it was like so like you say it's it's the, the songs are a lot more um listen to aren't they there was a lot more listen to like them it's a lot mm. more throwaway now isn't it yeah I, I when I, I was younger as well i remember taking like a walkman to school like this was, this was years ago like but um and i put a cd in obviously you can't like carry like cds around with you but like put, put a cd in for that day <coughs> and if like i remember like getting on it on the bus or fucking walking to school or whatever and it's like, oh, I'm not even in the mood to listen to this now. When you're getting up there, I wish I put that fucking CD on instead. But you, not, you could just do that on your phone now. Do you know what I mean? I don't fancy listening to fucking, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you, you were stuck with that. Yeah. Like... I'm not in the mood for Oasis today. I want some proper donk. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, you, you can't do it because you've just got to listen to it. So then it's more listenable, I suppose, isn't it? So with me, it was cassettes, not CDs. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, I, I had tapes. Cause I used to have all the old Zone tapes. I brought them somewhere. Uh, I went in the loft last night to get my... I keep I keep everything proper harder. Get me a little lad um on my old wrestling figures from like the nineties, like the your cane and yeah, fucking, wrestling, I love it, love <laughs> it, mate. But um my little lad's getting into it, so I passively me, me, like mentioned I had like wrestling figures and then he kept getting on to me and getting on to me about it. So I went into the loft last night and I've just forgot about all the music that I've got up there. I was like when and then like stuff like boxes collecting dust and that. I'm like, oh, that's a tune, that that's a tune. Oh, I remember this CD and like and like old mill tape recordings because I used to like get like I, I, my mum and dad lived separate and I had a tape player at my mum's and I had a CD player at my dad's. So I'd record all the tunes I like off the CD. Yeah. Um, and I'd have my own little compilation of like fucking just completely different tunes off each CD. And I go and I just absolutely batter that for like so, two weeks until I came so back. The DJ's always been that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, I mean, but it was it was erratic though. Like I say, you could be listening to fucking take that one second, and then it could be like some like fucking zone tune or something like that. Yeah. And I've just cross cross <laughs> um, stopped it and started it, and it'll just go like out of like fucking relight my fire into like on your side. And it that's, just <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like with. In I love music as a whole in general, um, rather than just. Try get them people who are just like I am one type of music. Yeah. Like if you go through my chat list, still, yeah, like you say, like, ah, yeah, like yeah. Elton John, and then you'll have like you know, hardcore or something. Class. <laughs> so when you were in school and that, what was the sort of big thing of of the time? The the music, what was popular? Uh, so from I remember primary school was like sort of like the pop sort of era. It was like Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, and all them that were coming about. So were you in what's this like two thousand something like that? Uh, I can't remember what, yeah. Um, that would have been like, I probably would have been, yeah, no, not a clue. I'm shit with times. Uh, they're all they're all guilty pleasures of mine back then, by the way. I love, like, <laughs> I love Labour of Britney now and again. I mean, I don't tell anyone I do, but you know. Um, but, so around that time, it was all like kind of pop shit that was like in primary school. And then um, my first sort of um, listening to, or dance music kind of came into it. My brothers used to go bowlers. Yeah. I've got two older brothers, so uh, quite a bit of an age gap. And I uh, used to always have like the uh, Helter Skelter tape packs, bowlers. They used to go, go there and like, uh, like ultrasonic and all shit like that. So, so I, remember, I remember being a young kid, like 
battering them as well and, and liking them. It's like old school piano tunes and stuff like that. Yeah, but I was like yeah. very young, like really young, and I was into them. It kind of reminds me of my life. That's class. That is class. <laughs> we'll, we'll get onto that as well. Um, I love I love all that. Like I love the older like older siblings or cousins or whatnot and listening to like um the rave stuff from a young age i never really got exposed to that other than my dad like he listened he liked all the italian and stuff i think that um i think it's it's amazing <coughs> that like you only essentially like that because your, your brother's older and he's cool and that's what it yeah, is isn't I mean, it? Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your brothers are influences aren't they so yeah. you, you listen to kind of the shit can one. you remember any of the djs that were like you were listening to or the mcs even or uh so the, from the tape packs i remember you had like Stu allen mm. rat pack ultrasonic uh, it was Fantasia, I think, was the actual uh, label, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Carl Cox, he was on there. Yeah. It was all ones like that. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, what about in school then? Was there, was there a going into sort of secondary school? Was there a buzz about the, the dance music and that there? Um, I th again, I, then it kind of went back to sort of like just chart and pop stuff for the first start of. of um, high school yeah. I can't remember what when it was when it first came about um, like this what the scene what we listened to now I think yeah. at the time we called it Hard House and it's like developed now it <laughs> went into Scouse House then Bounce and yeah. Donk and, but yeah at, at the time I think we we, we labelled it as Hard House and uh, the first time I remember listening to anything uh, it, it was a Maxime I think it was a Maxime tape or a Zone tape the MC like MC Tiny tape Right, doesn't, doesn't ring a bell, that you know. Well, I've, no, I've never heard of him since, apart yeah. from that night that we was on last night. I didn't see him there, but he was on the um, he was on the flyer. So, yeah. I, so in the group chat, I was like, "No way!" That, that that's the first like that MC time you've that, seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we, we used to batter the tape, and we all used to listen to it on the on our phones and that. Class, class. <laughs> I've, I can't say I've heard of him. To be honest with you. Is it, it must be local. It was, it, it, I think on the tape it was like a tiny tea, smoke and breeze. Uh, but yeah, there was. Just that, that's just our, the first tape that I remember because I remember us all battering it and we used to all sing it on the pie and then that was the kind of where I started to listen to um, like it was Maxime's tapes and then the Cricketers tapes came in hmm. <laughs> and just just out of curiosity does your does your building of friendships within like say a secondary school on that does that did that come together through music as well like did, was it I know it sounds daft, but like with the music you're into, did it did it find that you got with a certain group of friends or all like that? Uh, I think it might have changed my group of friends actually, because I hung about with everybody in the year above me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I've had friends in in my year, but my main group of friends was the year above me, and I I, I think that might have been the influence with music because they was listening to it and took an interest. Can't remember what came first, whether the friendship came first yeah, or whether yeah. it was because of the music, but it was around about that time, the same time where I, I got in with that circle and um we was all like yeah in, into that music so when when you started the uh, when does the mc come into it like <coughs> i know you heard this tiny t it didn't inspire you to be going oh, no. No no no, no 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 um couldn't mc for shit were you, were you like were you singing back the lyrics and that though yeah, yeah we was all yeah, just yeah. you know like yeah yeah we was all just singing along to it. it was a tape we battered, so we knew we just we all knew the rhymes on it yeah um and then, like I said, we started listening to... We were just getting into that sort of style, the dance music and emceeing over dance music. Yeah. Um, and then we decided, fuck it, let's go cricketers. So we um, 
I think I probably would have been about 15 or 16. You're still in school, yeah, obviously still, still in school. school yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And like, can we save, saving up dinner money to go on this <laughs> night out. And uh, you listen to the, the tapes and I've got this vision in my head of, of what cricketers is going to be like and it's this fucking super club. Yeah. It's like a Ibiza and like there's fucking loads of people and the MCs are all like sharp as fuck and that. And <laughs> we uh, saved our dinner money up, went to Wigan we got the train down to Wigan and jumped in a taxi said take us to Cricketers so he pulls up onto the key Lister, track, the key yeah, yeah. and uh, gets on there and he's like right lads here you are I was like nah you know, mate, you've, I think you've got it wrong like, this isn't Cricketers he's like yeah it is that's Cricketers we got out the taxi and we could hear it it's like fucking hell you pull onto like, this little it's <laughs> like a little shit building yeah. there was nothing like what I had in my head so I was stood in the queue there and you can hear FEZ and Wizard going for it so I was like Buzzer, we got in there. It was like this, this is absolutely nothing like what I expected it to be or what I envisioned it. But, yeah. but it was it was meant. Yeah. It was amazing. The atmosphere on them them CDs, though. You, I know where you're coming from. It sounds larger than life on some of the recordings. Where maybe I don't know the crowd noises picked up a bit louder or or what. I don't know. But well, we, we, I'd never been to a club in yeah. like, before, so it was just the only thing. I, I didn't have anything to go off. Mm. Like, it was just that in my head. What I thought. <laughs> I, think, I think I've been watching like can Kevin and Perry go large comparing it to that yeah <laughs> John G is fucking eyeball Paul yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean got wizard and tracker <laughs> so what was it like going in for the first time was it was it a busy night first and foremost yeah, yeah yeah there was um, they, they always got busy um, but I just remember the the system what they had where you uh, you had to get your photo taken that so you walked through and take your details and there was like a little web camera and like looking to the camera and they saved you on the system. Mm. But I used to have this theory because at the time I would have been about 15. Um, I used to have this strange theory that if um, I say that I'm 18, it just sounds on top. So <laughs> I'll just completely go a bit further because then it's like... I think I made myself about 25. <laughs> so much stupid like that. Oh, I thought if I just like go along with it and just look yeah. dead in the eye and be like, no, honestly, I'm 25. I just, I, I know I look young for my age. I get it all the time. It's like, it's more believable. <laughs> <laughs> That's advanced to you, that. And, uh, but it fucking worked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the 25-year-old at 15. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, it, it's just like the, you have that sound where you listen to you know, these you've been listening to these tapes and that you get in there and you actually hear it it's that atmosphere mm. and you're there and it's, yeah it's, it's, you can't describe it but it's so you went in you said Farrell and Wizards on it would, it would have been uh, Farrell Wizard and Avi right and you, you've just seen what it's 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 amazing when like because you've got pre-internet there's no you've got no idea of what the the sound like do you know what I mean? look like? Sorry, but, but you've got like the sound, so you can't picture what they look like. You go in there, and it's it, it's it just sort of hits you, doesn't it? That, oh yeah, like, there was uh, no, there wasn't internet. Yeah. fucking then there was nothing. It was just yeah. literally the only thing we had to go off was a cassette. What I had in my Walkman and earphones. Never mm. seen them. Never. Um, mm. But yeah, the the it, it was it was meant. It was like going there and seeing these people that you've been listening to for constantly. And I was listening to it constantly. Like I said, it was with, with music, I was obsessed with it and it was an obsession. Um, I remember like having the tapes in my Walkman. I'd say go out with my mates and then I'd walk home. And if I hadn't finished the tape, I'd walk around the block again. <laughs> just I like so that. I could finish the tape. Yeah. Um, 
Because there's something about, I mean, I could have just come in and listened to it, but there was just something about having, the, having my earphones on and going for a walk and listening to it. Uh, I don't know. I think the adult version of that's when you pull up in the car outside your house and you let the song finish. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I've done that many a times. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. just gone either walks the long way around or I just thought, fuck it, I'm not going home yet. I'm, just <laughs> I'm pissing down rain there just so yeah. I could listen to the end of yeah <laughs> so was thing. it was it uh, a sanctuary night you went to the first one the first one that i went to was that um famous um old side to the stephen j p and v one was it yeah oh, oh fucking hell uh yeah so that was the first night that we went on that one because sanctuary hadn't started the volumes yet yeah yeah, yeah. that was um was it a four-play night yeah, yeah i believe oh no it was like a random friday yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, cricketer yeah. all nighter and then i think we went the week after and it was a four-play then there was a meltdown one which gary selects did mm. Um, and then they started doing the the um, the sanctuary volumes. Yeah. So I remember you got in there at the right time then, really. Yeah, I've got yeah. shout outs on there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going by uh, Nicky D back then. <laughs> <laughs> Nicky D, <Yeah>. class, class. <laughs> um, MC Nicky D. <laughs> I imagine it. I'm not saying imagine if it ended up being that though. Completely different vibe. Um, I've got a belt of question about that later, actually. Um, but yeah, f- fucking hell, it's, you got in to. As a raver for the for the bounce music, probably like a an ideal time, like as it as it works out. And obviously, you weren't emceeing that yet, but fucking hell, like we probably had some good nights out there then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it, it was especially for the age we was as well. Because like I said, first time one, it was probably about fifteen, sixteen. Um, Where did you say to your parents you were going? Because that's an all nighter, that isn't it? So oh, at, at the time, I pretty much had my own gaff. I, my mum was in between moving houses. Yeah, so she was pretty much staying in the other house and. Um, I was staying in this other house until it sold and it took quite a while. Yeah. So she'd just turn up at the weekends and be like, drop loads of shopping off. I'd be like, right, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's <how> I'm mum. <laughs> so we loved it. So I, my, my house was the party house. Class. So we all used to just go to cricketers, go back there. Um, Replay the tapes com- again. <laughs> yeah, completely. I'm at the house. The, the neighbours hated us and then I tied it all up. And uh, the woman was none the wiser, but she now she'll know. She's yeah, excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, so <coughs> this was the start of you going out. When when was the first time you went to like a a bigger club, like a, a Maxims or a Pier or anything like that? We, we we didn't really go to. I mean, I, I went to Maxims pretty much later on when I started. I'm seeing we used to because we, we we loved cricketers. Mm. And there was many times where we'd walk down and we wanted to go to Pier, and then at the last minute we'd just we'd end up going to cricketers but I think it was more just because we all loved the emceeing yeah. and Pear didn't so I, yeah I, I, around that time I didn't really go to Pear yeah yeah it makes sense it makes sense but was that was that niggle in your mind as well well we know we can get in here as well so we might get knocked back from Pear yeah yeah, yeah obviously. That as well yeah excellent I love all that like definitely so have you got no no tingle for DOT to come about yet at this point I don't um, I mean, I think probably about that time, uh, with the obsession with listening to it all, I, I remember like listening to the rhymes and what they were saying. I remember rewinding it because I wanted to know every word, what was being said. And if I didn't get it, I'd rewind it again uh, <laughs> until I knew everything, what they were saying. So I think that's probably where the appreciation of it all like then started coming about. Yeah. Um, and then also as well, I was just as interested in the music and the tunes um one of my mates had just got some decks so i took an interest in that as well and i wanted a pair of decks so my mum got me some for christmas um first pair they're quite decent as well so the uh, sony direct drive ones i can't remember right. what model it was but 
Right. Direct drives to start off with, don't you? Bad is it? Oh, at the time, everybody had fucking belt drives. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah it was um, decent. But I, I used to love going about to all that the record shops and just finding records, tunes you've heard on CDs and stuff. Yeah, because c- c- cricket has played a variety of like bits that were out then, bits of older stuff, Italian. Mm-hmm. I love Italian, so I, I enjoyed going on like the internet and just scouring for. For stuff, yeah. Italians with the original with the stamps on and that, and not there's no no better than like hearing a tune on it on an old CD and tape at the time, and <coughs> finding out the name of the tune yeah. to like to go and hunt it out, and it's like, I remember there was a there was a, a shop in Workington, uh, and I was after this this tune for ages. I kept hearing it on on CDs. If I'm mis- not mistaken, it could have been a John G tune, um, and I remember hearing it and I'm thinking. Oh, this is fucking doing editing. I can't find it anywhere. And like, I was like looking around on the internet for, for this this one tune, couldn't find it. Couldn't, there was no inkling to what the name was or anything. And the whole time I'd been going to this record shop in Workington and it was just there. It was like, I remember seeing the sleeve and just, it was just there. And I'm like, never, bo- never bothered about it. It didn't look like a, like, uh, a typical bounce sleeve. It was a bit, a bit more, it seemed to look. A little bit classier. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because no, like, usually they were just the square sleeves and you can sort of tell when, you, when you've got like a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something, like a, quite a, a posh, like if you look at the old defected labels, um, they were always a bit cleaner and tidier than a, than if you got like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it, it was just one of these ones. I can't remember what tune it was. I will find out and, and I'll put it in the comments. But um, I remember hearing this tune and I, I was like asking everyone for it. And then when I found out where it was, I was looking and I thought, surely this can't be it. This has been in here for, for weeks and weeks. Put it on. The fucking, oh my God, it is. It's that tune. It's that tune. I'll have some of that. I'll have some did of that. Did you not do the usual thing of making a twat yourself and just going and just singing to the guy? No, no, it was, I'm sure it's not like a, it, I wasn't going to do the melodies or out like that, but it wasn't, it, there wasn't much, um, that's why I couldn't get the track title for it. There was no like hook line or anything in yeah, the tune. Yeah. So... Start tune that goes <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm too shy to do shit like that. Go in and start fucking thinking off a riff to him. I just uh, the embarrassment even thinking about it just does me. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it even just going through them though, just listening to because you, you can tell whether a, a tune is a decent tune or one that you like just by you know, a few seconds of putting it on the, the yeah, one. Yeah, oh, definitely. Sections. And uh, I, I yeah, I just used to spend loads of time just going in there, going through them. I just get a fucking pile of them. So was no, was the first no. idea to be a DJ before an MC? Then would you say? I don't think there ever was a a, a desire to be a DJ. It's, I it's it's mad the way I see things are now compared to what what they was. Like there were, I, I don't know whether it's like that for anybody else, but there was no desire for me to. And I thought oh, I want to be a DJ and I want to be like oh, same mm. with MC and like when I got into the MC and I didn't really think oh I want to be an MC or like have any kind of yeah yeah pathway I was, I, was just, I was just doing it because I loved it yeah so this is this is a thing that uh, I was talking about this with somebody literally the other day it's whereas like now you see all these like smaller gigs and it's got people on <coughs> who people 20 years ago they wouldn't have been DJs they would have just been the level of what maybe you were like 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 fan obsessed ravers where you want the tunes so you can listen to them at home like have them on the vinyl but they're not necessarily DJs does that make sense? Yeah. I think yeah. I was talking to Dave Gray about it and we were saying it's like, it's like, that's why now it feels like there isn't many like diehard tune lovers because all the diehard tune lovers are like the DJs who who go out and play. Well, I, I think I mean? a, lot, a lot of people, they, they want, um, 
they they want to they want to be the, the the name of the DJ. They want to be the DJ. They want the the persona or mm-hmm. more than the the actual love for the music. Yeah, but, I get I get that I get that. But like we were saying that like I, I don't know how to word this without without I don't mean to come across as, as rude or anything towards anybody. But like some people are just bedroom DJs, but the bedroom DJs because it's not because they want to be a DJ. It's because they love all the tunes and. They love going to raves as as ravers, but because they're known now of oh they've got a set of decks and stuff like that, people just say oh they're like a room two DJ, but they're not. They're like they're just fan obsessed DJs yeah. like oh. who who love listening to the MCs. Look like you love. I know everyone's got them who's got some sort of like little following. You love these people who'll, who'll know all your lyrics and stuff like that. But then they might they might have a little <coughs> freestyle MC to, when they, when when they're in a fucking bar somewhere, yeah. and it's like it becomes one of these things or oh, now they're an MC you just get labelled as a DJ or yeah. as an MC but no you're just a crazed fan who loves yeah, collecting well, you, music you're not, you're not a DJ and, until you you're not like a, a, a club DJ until you've obviously got a booking yeah and it seems like you, you obviously would have to put yourself out there to try and get them bookings yeah I, I've, I've never put myself out there I never have like, right. um, do you think that's level let you down like um, no, because I, I did everything that, that, I, that I wanted to do. Like, I was Excellent. happy doing what, where I was, and it, it kind of, I just fell into it. Yeah. I've, never, I've never really pushed to go any further. Any further. Did you, was there nothing that you, you, what you, once you got into that, that loop of like, well, I was seen essentially, or the, the circuit as such, um, was there nothing, oh, I fancy doing that, I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, is, was there nothing that the sort of, give you that like fire underneath you um i mean obviously there's places where you go oh i'd like to do there and stuff but i think i mean especially now now i've got older i'm mm. very much more like kind of take it or leave it yeah i've done it off i did it for years and yeah. years and it's kind of like now i just i'll i'll go out when i want to and i enjoy it and mm. So now I'm a bit older. I'm happy to stay in and yeah. do fuck all. <laughs> I can't handle the hangover. It's uh, <laughs> it's the appreciation of having like nothing to do. Like I love that over the last I don't know. I'm gonna say six months. There isn't been a single day where I could just sit down on my sofa in my own house and just take it easy because there's always something constantly happening. I mean, I mean, I did have a kid like six weeks ago, but that's that's beside the point. But there's always something. You're always preparing <coughs> to do something. You're always and I, I like I like the wind down sometimes, but it doesn't come often. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so as you get older, you start to appreciate the the, the quieter times rather than definitely going yeah, out every weekend and yeah. whatnot. It's, it's actually it's toll on you as well, and yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of it's a big part of your life because it isn't just the uh, the night that you go out on, especially now. Anyway, I mean, when I was younger, that's it was all right. I could get up the next day and go to work and feel sound, but now. If I go out, I'm right off for a week. <laughs> so I have to weigh it up. I'm like, so now when I look at nights or when I get bookings, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you get one, that, if you get asked to do a night on the sat- one Saturday and then the following Saturday, you're like, can I do yeah. two weekends in a row? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so we'll get into this then because I was going to say something on, on here that, that when I was driving down, I just clicked in my head. Um, when I always think of medicine, well, like we will get to it, but I always think that the first MC I think comes always you for whatever reason. I don't know because you were always there or when I listen to the tapes like CDs back and I'm like, you were always on the CDs. But you must have been there, in there a lot of 
like a yeah. lot of, a lot of time. Every, every Friday and Saturday, without <laughs> fail, from yeah. when I started to yeah. when, it, when it went. Excellent, excellent. Like so, yeah. Um, you were talking about going. I was sort of went off course there, but you were talking about going to the creek, talking about sort of the love for the music, getting the, the decks and stuff. So, what came next then? Was was any mates that you were in that circle with at that time? Are they DJs now or um, or MCs so now? The DJ that was like from the area that I'm from uh, was Tom H. Right. Um, so he was um, kind of like an influencer. I always used to get like CDs off him and stuff, and yeah. he used to go around to his house and show me all like put his tunes on and stuff like that. So yeah, there's, there's Tom, and then um, my mate Dina. He was the one who had a pair of decks. Um, mm -hmm. Went round to his house and we was like playing tunes and that, and then it just started. You know, plug a mic in and fucking about probably repeating um over people's rhymes that i had no business doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know when you're young you know yeah, you know yeah. different, no different yeah so just like mimicking and having a fuck about and then you might start going oh you sound all right actually and then someone pushes record and next thing you can you're listening to his head hopefully it's not somebody else's rhyme <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. it definitely fucking will have been yeah it's definitely ripping off uh Ave, uh wizard and feZ yeah on them tapes so hopefully they never resurface <laughs> <laughs> can you can you remember the first recording you like that's maybe out there that you've heard back and you thought, oh, <coughs> fucking hell. I, I, I regret saying this now because I know that Dini probably still does have these recordings and he probably yeah. will pop up with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I think he did show it me a few years ago and was just like, oh my God, turn it off. <laughs> Class, I love that. I love all that. But yeah, it just started with um, just messing about with stuff like that. And then the group that we were in, I think like they, a few of them got the tapes and you're like, you're listening. You're thinking, well, pe people are listening to it. Yeah. People are liking it, so... I started writing, uh, writing bits and doing See, bits myself. Huh? So when, when <coughs> I, I don't know the process of being an MC. So I mean, we've all fucking spat rhymes in the car when you're there. You're not an MC. I don't know the process of writing. So when when it comes down to it, like when you very first started, do you did you know? what shit was like? I know, like you, you said, you, you'd listen back to people's rhymes and stuff. But like, did you know what like eight bars was, or did you know? how to structure a rhyme or anything like that because i'd done um because i had, had the decks and i was, I was mm. messing about on them but yeah i did so I, I knew the point where to start from and where to finish mm. um and it wasn't as complex with with rhymes back then um so I, I, it's, it's hard how you get your own sort of like sort of style and you get there i think a main thing that comes from it is well for me anyway um is having a broad um listening to lots of different types of music yeah because i think if you listen to one sort of thing you, you kind of you, you kind of be become or go towards what what you listen to yeah and i've always listened to loads of different styles i mean like i'd, I'd listen to fucking reggae ragga fucking drum and bass mm -hmm. all the way down to like i said that fucking pop shit but i think that um if you did if you solely just listened to crick tapes forever i think your vocabulary would be limited and it's like you'd start making rhymes that sound similar to theirs because it's all you know you don't know any different whereas if you go and listen to a drum and bass mc 
they might they might have rhymes where you're like, fuck me, that's quite inspiring, that. And then you could bring it to bounce and you might come across as the most original person ever, even yeah. though you probably took influence from, say, drum and bass or from, I don't know, like, like ragga stuff as well. Even some of their, their chants and shit. Like, have you, you hear some of them. Um, I've seen some live, live recordings of, like, these, these, like, ragga nights. And it's like, they'll just do an off-the-cuff chant and it becomes their thing. Like, like... A bit like Farrell's, like, you can't touch me type thing. Yeah, yeah. They'll just do this live chant and someone captures it on a recording or on a video or something and that becomes their sort of... Every time they're there, it's like fucking... Yeah, yeah. They'll do that chant. So I think it does widen your, your your scope of, like, what you can write about as well. It's, it's also sort of like with, the, with your style as well. I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, is finding their own style. Yeah. If anybody is looking to, to find their own style, is broaden your music because like, I think you take pieces of everything of everything and that's what I, I think that's what I kind of did was just uh, also in medicine it was like a playground to sort of experiment and I never really um, thought about it as like kind of oh, we're, we're recording CDs and they're going out there we're pushing recording oh, no, it's a good night isn't it that's essentially yeah, that's yeah. what it is you're just having a good night out so it was a, it was a playground to just play about with stuff mm-hmm. um, and just learnt a lot from there and found my own style within there so we we'll sort of like step back a little bit, but you you told me off pod about um, how the medicine thing came about. So do you want to go into that? So <coughs> what at this point? What what were you doing on a weekly basis when you were going out before the the whole medicine thing? So we so, used... so like I said, we was doing like just home recordings and stuff like that. Mm. And then um, my first booking, what I got would have been for Fash. For twenty four seven party people, I don't know if you're around here. No, um, no I don't know that. I'm afraid. Was embargo. Um, uh, it's like a club in Tilsley. So that was my first booking. Yeah. Uh, and then shortly after that was have you heard of Chambers in Lee? Yeah, that vaguely. Um, who was it that used to play there? Was a bounce DJ who used to play in there regularly? Wasn't a resident DJ in there? Um, it was like Walshy was on there. Pilke. Um, yes, I do know. Yes, I do know it. I can't remember. It was, yeah, it was a long time 2005, ago. I'm going to say. Was it 2000? I'd say 2004, 2005, something like that. I can remember seeing... Maybe 2004, I'd lean in more towards. Right, okay. Because medicine came... I've got, I've got, record, I've got CDs from 2005 and medicine. It was, it was before then. Right, okay. So you were, you were going out doing these bookings and that, and then what, what came next? So Fitton, uh, DJ Fitton, he's in my sort of... He's a little bit older than me, but he was in my sort of group of, of mates. Yeah. And um, I had an idea that he DJs, but like I said, I hadn't heard of medicine or anything like that. And we were just sat in the beer garden. I think it was either a Friday or a Saturday. And he was saying that he's uh, he's going up to this club and uh, called, called Medicine in Warrington. Mm-hmm. He says, come down if you want, jump on the mic. I was like, all right, fuck it, yeah. And jumped in with him. Um, went down that night and then that, that was it. I never... It went every weekend after that. So you were into like you had zero expectations of what to what you were going into. Um, you had no idea what the crowd was going to be like. No idea how big the <coughs> venue was or anything like that. And you just turned up and then got on the mic. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a mad place, medicine as well. Yeah. It's like for the first time you go in. Did you ever go? I know. I never. I've never no. been. First time you ever go in, go in there, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? It's absolutely hectic. Like just everybody's going mad. 
uh, I've seen people go in medicine and cry. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> girls just cry and just want to go home. <laughs> so it was kind of like, wow, everybody's fucked in here. Yeah. Um, right. I just need to match their energy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. Just threw myself in there, match the energy. And... So that first night you went, can you remember who was on or were you welcomed? Yeah, there was there were people I I hadn't heard of. There were there wasn't anybody that I'd I I, I know, because um, I think a few for a few weeks before I think the free frequency lot maybe had started there while she had done some nights there, and then I think they'd gone and moved to somewhere else, maybe Foo Bar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was just a, a group of randomers, and then you had Fit and DJing. Um, and then that's where Charlie and Wesel would have met them. And I can't remember the names, but there was Flecky, Woody, not the Woody from Crick. Mm. Um, yeah, just a, just a few randomers um, and started going there every weekend. But it was it, it was all like the same people every week. So you kind of like got to know everyone, got to know everyone's faces. And, and everyone was sound. And it's that kind of when you go in that same place every week and everyone gets on, it was like... Is that what captured you to go back? Because the fact of... <coughs> the, the music as well. I mean, I, I love the music and the whole MC. And also as well, the sound quality in there was, was pristine. It was like... Because it was a low ceiling club and there was like speakers in the ceiling. There were speakers just all in the right places where they needed to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the sound quality was mint. So really proper get into the music. I think when you can hear yourself, I can proper get into it. Right, excellent, excellent. So, what was the first sort of <coughs> night where you thought, "Fuck me, these these lads are onto something here"? Because maybe established MCs or DJs were turning up, or what was the? It it didn't. Well, it was like I said, it wasn't a case of um, we never never did really think, "Oh, we're onto something." It was literally just going for the love of the music every week, yeah. doing that, and the place just started getting busier and busier and busier. And then we started doing recordings. So then the recordings were going out and the more people that were listening to recordings, the more people were coming. And then I think the next stage where, um, like established people were coming, um, was like, they did a, a blackout versus, cause it was overdose. Yeah. That it was in blackout versus overdose. And then that was when Kurt, Cover, um, Zach K, Dowie, Rapid, they came over. And um, then Kurt fell in love with the place as well. Yeah, and he did the same thing. Then he was uh, he was there every week after that. So when when you were in there, did it feel um, like there must have been a moment where not that it's you're onto something, but it, there must have been a bit where it clicked. Where it felt this is a special time right now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because uh, right, I'm going to mention someone because he absolutely loves it. But Glover loves listening to medicine CDs, and there must be some sort of magic. I per personally, I don't get it. I I don't understand why the, there is people out there, and there is a, a big group of people who have an obsession with medicine CDs mm. because it's not really my type of thing. It was a bit too fast, I think, but that's my preference. But like, there must have been something where you you were there in the club and you must have just thought. Uh, maybe a moment where you thought we're gonna look back on this and think fuck me i was i lived i was living for that moment there obviously it was like pre like phones out and everything like that so you could just see maybe looking over the dance floor everyone having a good time <coughs> and you just thought fuck me this is great yeah i mean definitely uh watching it grow from a club that was you know relatively busy to being absolutely packed out queues out the door every weekend people yeah. coming from all over yeah to 
to to get in there, then then yeah. But like like you said, because it was at the time, it wasn't like the sort of internet phones fail. I mean, yeah, the internet was about. I think we had what was it Wigan tonight and hmm. Face Party and shit like that. There was no Facebook. Yeah. Um. So you you kind of didn't really see all the chat about it once people went away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously you could see it was getting like absolutely rammed every week and it was the place that everybody wanted to go because it, it was open till six in the morning as well. It started at 12, open till six. So people used to go Maxime's, Pear, and then after there, they'd then come to Medicine. Yeah. So it'd be absolutely hammered till six in the morning. The lights would come on and you'd be, you'd be gutted. You'd be like, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, ready go, I'm ready to go for another few hours. It's like, it's not like that now. The fucking the lights come on and I'm like, fuck, fuck.